0: cliffcentral.com. It is time for Borge. Yes, here is George Meany, everybody. Hey, Borge, what's happening?
1: Hey, Gareth and team, uh, yeah, very good, and you? You're back in uh, the office, I see. Well, yes, um, I'm back in the office because we're having our, uh, you know, businesses go through, you know, iterations of um, of, of their path into the future. And mm-hmm. at the moment, um, I've got my entire senior executive team here. They're not in the room with me now, but, uh, um, and we've been spending the week talking about the future of AutoTrader. so, um, so, uh, so that's why I'm in the
0: office. I'm I'm very happy to hear that though because I think more more and more of us are going back to the office um, and I think it's really good. I was at, at Cliff Central yesterday. <clears throat> Mbulelo stayed there until I don't know five o'clock. You That's got crazy. You guys were gossiping. There was noise. Uh, Lebang, Lemo, Simpiwe. Uh, your whole team from the MKT show were there as well. And they were all making a huge noise, and there was a whole lot of, of action. And I like it. I like the fact that there's this energy coming back. Mm, mm. It's good. Love it, love it, love it. I mean,
1: we, we'll, we'll end up doing it slowly. So, uh, so I mean, after this, uh, this series of kind of meetings that we're having this week, um, I'm probably going to work uh, um, at the office um, on a, on a scheduled kind of regular mm. basis, and then, uh, and then we'll see how we go.
0: Good. So, uh, good. I like we'll it. We'll see how we go. I like it. So, Borge, you've obviously got lots to tell us this morning. I, I mentioned at the start of the show that um, they broke my car window last night when I was uh, having a lovely dinner in, in um, Parkhurst. So I've got to have that fixed today. Do you have any suggestions as to how the best, what the best way is to do that?
1: Um, so you'll probably find, uh, Gareth, that your insurance company will tell you what the best way to do it is. Um, but I would insist on uh, a PG or a glass fit or one of the well-known
0: brands. Um, All right, so, so uh, fitting it, <clears throat> are they are they very particular? Like, do they have to have stock of that particular window? Um, should you call in advance to see if they've got it? I mean, I've I haven't done this for ages, so I've forgotten.
1: Yes, you, you should call in advance to see if they've got it. Um, okay. if, it's a, if it's a popular car that is actually made in South Africa, then there shouldn't be problems with stock. Um, the other thing that I've learned with windows and windscreens and, uh, and stuff is, um, um, just make sure that the quality of the windscreen or the windscreen itself is approved by the manufacturer. Right. Um, most of the time, the big brands like GlassFit and, uh, and, and PG, uh, they will have approved, uh, uh windscreens and, and windows.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so just make sure that it is approved because otherwise, uh, you know, you'll put something on your car that, uh, that isn't approved by the manufacturer
0: awesome thank you for the advice i always know that that's uh, you you're you my first stop with these things but i'll also give phil a call a little later on it's his car and i'll find out what he wants me to do
1: all right so well if it's a if it's a, if it's a mercedes you will not have problem with stock
0: uh no no it's it's uh, it's a hyundai palisade which is quite a new car so i'm a little bit worried they might not have stock
1: yeah uh you might you know you, you might run into issues but i don't think so because i had a windscreen chip on my iPace. Mm-hmm. Um, um, towards the middle to end of last year, yeah. and uh, there wasn't an issue with stock
0: okay. um, uh, of, of windscreen.
1: Right. So, and that's an imported car, and there's not many of it.
0: Well, everybody else is like, "Come on, can't you guys sort this out in your in your spare time? Why are you boring us with all the details?" But I, I often think that if you know if any of us have a problem with uh, something car related, yeah. George is like the guy to ask. I mean, he's he knows all. Yeah, the how people. many
1: times are you going to get to ask the CEO of Auto Trader exactly what you should <laughs> right. fit your, how you should, what window you should yeah. fit? And this uh, is uh, also a
0: And if you you find me discussing my problems boring, let me just remind you what this show is called, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, I love it. All right.
0: So, George, what do you got for us today?
1: Um, so there's a new um, driving code, or should I say uh, a door opening code in the UK coming mm-hmm. um, and uh, a new rule. You will get fined a thousand pounds. I mean, a thousand pounds is like 15, 20,000 rand. If you open your car door with the wrong hand. oh, Okay. So think about this for a second. Oh, what? If you're, if you're sitting on the right hand side of the car and you're the driver, mm-hmm. you, not, you can't open your door with your right hand. Most of us probably open our door with our right hand, push the sure. door open, right? Yes. <clears throat> the new rule says you have to open the door with your left hand. Why? And, and, and the reason for this is because the amount of cyclists that are getting hurt in the UK is be- becoming um, uh, huge. So they want you to turn to open the door with your opposite hand and then, so that you can look over your shoulder to see if there are any cyclists coming. I mean, have they seen my boobs? I can't even play golf properly.
0: Right, exactly. Exactly. Well, well, well that's well spotted I didn't, there. I didn't make the rule yet. Yeah, but George, this is bullshit. I mean, so a bunch of cyclists can't see where they're going. Now everybody in cars has to change their behavior. I'm sorry, there's a hierarchy of things on the road. A car is more important than a bike. If you're on a bike, you have to be extra observant. Bike is more important than a pedestrian. Pedestrian has to look... Really, it's like in the Kruger Park, the lion doesn't have to look out for the impala. The impala has to look out for the lion, right? That's the pecking order. You get car, bike, human on feet. That's your pecking You want to survive on the roads? Follow the rules. Why should the people in cars have to have another responsibility for the people on bikes? You can see, and if you can't see, why are you on a bike?
1: Well, I mean, I, I look at it this way. Yes, everybody's got to look out for everybody else, but the people no, that have to be the I'm most. No, we don't. I'm not looking. Cautious- Sorry, George.
0: No, I don't like that statement. We don't have to look out for everybody else. <laughs> you look out for you. Most people can't even be responsible for themselves. Start there, then you can worry about worrying about everyone else.
1: Fair enough, but listen to my theory. Um, uh, uh, so, 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 I, I think that um, the, the 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 faster the vehicle or the thing on the road, or should, no, no, let me put it the other way: the slower the vehicle or the thing on the road, the more cautious it or he has to. be. Yes,
0: right. We agree. So, so, the,
1: be, be, because because high speed vehicles. Um, uh, you know, travel past you know, bicycles and pedestrians very quickly. Um, you know, it's, and, it's, and it's a lot more difficult. But in, that, uh, in, in saying that, the biggest problem here is not the rule itself. It's the policing of the rule. How on earth are you going to tell <laughs> whether someone has opened the door with the wrong hand?
0: Yeah, well, good luck to them. I want to see that. I want to see Boris Johnson's government enforcing this dumb rule. Good. It'll keep them busy. It'll keep them out of... Uh, out of stopping people from drinking at the pub and other stuff that they've always been obsessed with. Good. Keep them busy, stupid bureaucrats.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and then in South Africa, there was a gentleman mm-hmm. who, um, uh, Filled his car with fuel, and when he filled his car with fuel, he uh, uh, he wanted he, on the slip it said uh, uh, that he had bought unleaded fuel. It was uh, it was a VW Polo, mm-hmm. um, and he drove away from the filling station, and then suddenly his car started spluttering and stalled. Oh shit! It turned out that the, the filling station filled his car with diesel. <sighs> And oh, yeah. uh, um, and so, you know, long story short, uh, he went back to the filling station, demanded that they repair the car. They wanted to repair the car within the uh, filling station's repair center, which in terms of the right to repair guidelines, um, you know, repair centers can do that. Uh, he was insistent that uh, the car be repaired by VW. And, mm. uh, um, and the filling station, there was a bit of a uh, fight um, between the two of them. Eventually, the garage owner, um, agreed to have the car repaired by um, at VW. That was much more expensive, but, uh, but I think, um, you know, the guy was within his rights to ask for what he wanted. But the point is, um, uh, just because the slip says unleaded doesn't mean the person's put unleaded in your car. Make sure that the right nozzle comes off of that hmm. uh, uh, fuel um,
0: yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's partly, mm. even if you, you're not going to be able to blame the, the the filling station, you actually have to watch and make sure they do it as well. And again, uh, you are asking someone whose job it is to fill the car with the right stuff. You're asking them to be shepherded into safety every time, every time by you, you have more responsibility on the responsible. That's kind of how the world works. Yeah, mistakes can happen. Exactly. Hey? Yeah. Well, anyway. Mistakes
1: You'd- can happen. So it just, it costs you nothing just to look. I mean, the, uh, uh, the different nozzles are different colors. So, mm. uh, it's not very difficult to see whether the person's putting their hand on the diesel or the, or the, or right. the, and it's, and it's got a sign on it. It's got a sign on it, you know, but it happens, you know, and, uh, and fortunately this, this gentleman, uh, got a, what what do you, what do you have
0: to do? Uh, does it completely ruin the engine of the car? I mean, do you have to put in a new engine? Is it, is it a total disaster or can you have it somehow cleaned out? I mean, what kind of a process do you have to go through if you put the wrong fuel in your car?
1: It could very well cause you to throw your engine away. Oh my! Um, God. In in certain circumstances and certain engines, wow. uh, you know the 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 injectors inside the car, which are little jets that spray fuel into the cylinder. <clears throat> Diesel is a very dirty, oily liquid. Mm. Um, those jets can't handle that. Sure. So chances are you have to replace all of those jets, and in 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 some instances. Um, uh, um, you know a lot more can be damaged to the point where you know you could end up writing your car off
0: sure all right so vernon says here this is quite interesting i don't know if you'll agree or not george but vernon says diesel into petrol is not a problem but petrol in diesel is a major problem
1: Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's why this VW owner was lucky to get away with it. So it was probably jets and, and, okay. and dirty fuel system and, uh, a fuel pump and fuel yeah. filters and all those things. But the, the other way around, diesel engines just can't handle petrol because petrol is a lot more volatile. It explodes a lot more violently. Yeah. So, um,
0: well, um, yeah, uh, I agree with that. Peter says, and he's very angry. You can see by like the use of caps here. He's like, "It's your car, <laughs> so you should always get out and supervise the filling." You, all right, Peter? Calm down. It's Friday morning. don't need to get all heated here. Yes, sir. someone give Peter a chill pill. <laughs> Have
1: some coffee, Peter. No, 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 don't give uh,
0: him coffee. It'll hype him up even more. Peter's not good for Peter. We've discussed this. Peter, please. We know you.
1: You, You're prescribing the wrong liquid, as, as with the car. Right green tea peter green tea mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, and then the uh, the 2021 Auto Trader annual industry car report is out mm-hmm. um, and you can go and download it on reports.autotrader.co.za um, and uh, very high level there have been 637 million searches conducted on Auto Trader in the last year which is a record high representing a 28 wow. percent increase in search for used cars
0: that's phenomenal
1: um, it translates into uh, 20 consumers per second on Trailer.
0: Wow. Think that's, about that for a second.
1: 20 consumers per second.
0: That's really some traffic.
1: Um, and then BMW remains the top searched for brand. Hilux remains the top searched for model. And VW, VW Golf GTI remains the uh, top searched for variant. Okay. And we've got a special section on electric vehicles if you want to go and download it and read it.
0: Excellent. One last thing from my side, George. I saw some article this week about how they figured out that polo drivers are the worst drivers in the country. Obviously, the insurance companies got together and compared statistics and discovered that polo drivers are the worst drivers in South Africa. Is anyone surprised by that? I I, I saw that
1: article, and they were at the top. But if you looked at the percentages calculated, the reason why they were at the top is because there's so many of them. So you needed to look a little bit further and the two that that were up there was the Toyota Hilux and another taxi brand
0: okay well, we'll i want to give ahead. you a very specific
1: niche yes. there's a bunch of white girls in the northern suburbs that drive the fiat <laughs> The, the, you know this? And there's a new little Fiat. The white. Or do you know the it's one I'm talking white about? Girls with you. bunch yeah. of white girls in the, in the <laughs> northern suburbs driving Fiats. They are undisputed the worst drivers in the world, and everyone knows who I'm talking about. All right. So don't, don't lie. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that was that was going to be my very next thing, uh, uh, Gareth. So uh, Leanne's absolutely right. Um, you know, you got to contextualise this amongst a couple of other things. The, the 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 highest market share in terms of sales of uh, vehicles is the Hilux and the Polo. So it stands to reason that those will be, you know, in the Hmm. most uh, uh, crashed vehicles. Um, But the most most interesting thing here is that the Toyota Quantum was in third place. Hmm. And the Toyota Quantum, 12% of all fatal crashes are involved with the Toyota Quantum, only has a vehicle population of 152,000 vehicles, which is very low. So that confirms... That uh, you know, minibus taxi drivers yeah. um, uh, uh, are, are 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 not the you know best. Yeah, uh, so pr- the best proportionally, on
0: the proportionally, you di- divide the number of accidents by the the number of of uh, quantums you got, and they have a very high percentage of accidents.
1: But yeah. now, what what made me question that further, and then I started getting into my own head, was, is it not because they're on the road the most? Yes, the so that could in be uh, yes. So, so the, the the proportion of time spent driving <laughs> could mean that that statistic naturally goes up, and that kind of reduces the bad driving assumption.
0: All right, that brings us to an end for today. CliffCentral.com.